welcome to a brand new episode of the podcast are you getting my point this podcast aims to listen to people from different strata of life and who are complete by themselves understand how they perceive life and learn from their life journey this particular episode is very very special to me a dear friend since 1995 my philosopher and guide on every critical juncture magnanimous personality with great sense of humor mechanical engineer by education but software engineer by profession a techie innovator my dear dear friend swarup mishra swarup mishra a techie and innovator more than anything a great human being and a friend welcome swarup how are you hey bakshit thanks thanks so much uh it's an honor to be part of your introductory series of podcasts i hope uh, the audience uh, find it uh, interesting uh i hope i can keep my tongue in check and uh, talk about things that relate to all of you uh thank you thank you so much i hope uh, all the people who are listening to this are safe and uh, happy with their life and uh, that's about it all right yes yes this is a great pleasure uh, to have you in this show and i know i have been trying to hunt you for a couple of weeks uh, right now because i know that such a great human being you are and your perspective for life uh, about life is very very unique uh, every time i reflected thoughts uh, uh, when you were around and i got great learning so i know a lot of it but i don't know a lot of it as well so my first question to you swarup is how has your life journey been so far like can think of personal professional everything so how do you describe your life journey so far well uh i think uh it's a uh, great journey so far and uh, great uh, not only because of the circumstances or the people i came across with uh, but great because uh, i think i still don't understand enough about uh, stuff that i do and uh, which means that i have still a lot to learn from uh, people around me and that 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 kind of gives me a lot of hope for next uh, 20 30 years uh, that's why i think uh, the journey so far has been great uh, and uh, there had been quite a few challenges in the past uh, both in personal and professional front but i would say that it's not anything different than what uh, uh, other people might have come across uh, but to uh, get to factuals I I grew up in a very uh, small uh, town in uh, Odisha and uh, completed my 10th standard across two schools two or three three schools uh, and those are very very small places uh, in fact uh, that had a profound effect on my life I'll get to that uh, in a bit Uh, soon after 10th standard i studied in bhubaneswar uh, great college uh, one of the premier colleges of the state uh, i had some great uh, friends uh, that i carry even today um, uh, and then i got into uh, mechanical engineering in one of the engineering colleges in uh, odisha and uh, that was almost a turning point in my life I'll get to that again as well. Uh, and soon after that, uh, I came across computers. Actually, I was I knew about computers uh, pretty much after 10th standard. So somehow I found uh, computers more interesting than uh, machines. So I decided to make that one machine as part of my life. Uh, so I wouldn't say that I'm not a mechanical engineer. I still spend a lot of my time with one machine. Yeah, but the, you know, I'm not counting those mixer grinders that I fix at home. So, uh, so yes, I'm still a mechanical engineer by heart, and uh, 
so i got into programming and uh, got into a, a couple of nice jobs in bangalore uh, i've been in bangalore for the last 20 years uh, but because of my first uh, job uh, i came to know about uh, some great people and uh, when those people started out on their own um, somehow as luck would have it i was also kind of uh, uh, losing spirit in uh, working for mncs uh, i still remember the fundamental uh, uh, conflict that i used to have in my head back then was uh, sitting here in india and building software that goes to us or europe uh, and then in order to know the responses of the people who are using those software i have to rely on a bunch of uh, teams uh, like any mnc all these teams are uh, divided uh, between let's say customer uh, uh, centric field staff and uh, pam and so on so by the time we get this feedback uh, either suddenly it is late uh, second don't really get to feel the pulse of your customer and that's when i realized that uh, you know why is that i cannot be part of a indian software company and uh, when i say indian software company a company which is building software for india so that i can be close to the customer hopefully uh, that will be a little more challenging so with uh, that kind of uh, a sort of a uh, um, imaginary thought i reached out to some of the people and uh, and luckily those guys were starting up and they invited me to be part of their early member team and uh, so that's a company where i spent last 13 years and uh, it was it was uh, in short a life changing experience uh, both professionally and personally i have i think i have failed so many times that if i in this last 13 years is that if i just fix 10% of them i can probably make a, a beautiful thing out of myself so uh, with that i'm hopefully i'm i'm i'm, I'm trying to uh, set out a journey of my own now trying out few ideas uh, of my own and see if uh, Uh, there is an opportunity to change uh, the idea into business uh, so yeah in short uh, that's the kind of journey that i had uh, so lots of failures uh, tons of failures there, there, there was a time i used to uh, collate and say that uh, this is a month where i have had 10 different failures so and there are many many months like that uh, in those 13 years uh that that kind of makes the journey really impactful and a uh, lot of lot of things that I, i i hope that i can fix in the future back to you guys wow i think uh, this is this is wonderful to hear a person cherishing the failures and also uh, taking the journey with a lot of great challenges i think you saying that you knew you knowing computer uh, when you passed uh, you were out of school 10th uh, i think you were very early in that factor i i have seen most of the part you were ahead of the society but anyway i would like to um, you mentioned about one turning point in your life when you came to bhubaneswar uh, after your 10th and that's where you joined uh, a college so i'm interested on uh, the different turning points Uh, which you will call as life changing turning points and maybe if you can describe a little about them what you learned out of it that would be great okay uh it's kind of funny i have so many stories around it uh, real stories around it uh, and, and i'm interested in I all those i can <laughs> i can i hope i can uh, do justice uh, within uh, kind of time that we were talking about and still make it meaningful well so uh, this probably demands a little bit of background uh, both my parents were doctors and uh, they kind of gave up the dream to work in uh, bigger cities uh, because 
they themselves had come from a very uh, difficult background very very difficult background so they wanted to uh, they had that notion of serving their own state and uh, i don't know whether they were just lazy or not but uh, let's go by the positive side of it uh, so they they uh they they kind of decided to work in remote places where no doctor would visit and uh despite that my father wanted uh, all the three kids uh, me and two of my brothers uh to study extremely well and in fact i remember uh <clears throat> my father used to say that uh, uh his father was a mathematician he was a mathematics uh, uh teacher uh in secondary school and uh, during independence he was uh, the only graduate from the district of dinkanal and so he was asked to be the collector and he gave up that collectorship to continue teaching uh, so he my father used to say that uh, you don't have a choice uh, than getting 100 out of 100 in maths you just don't have a choice i don't care about whether you get uh, 60 or 70 in odia mathematics you have to get 100 and so he used to teach us uh, mathematics science and english at home uh we started in vernacular medium because to be frank i didn't know that there is such a school called english medium school existed back then certainly not in the villages that i grew up so when i landed up in bhubneswar in this uh, premier college this is supposed to be the number one college in odisha and uh, suddenly i landed up among uh, usually these uh, convent educated uh, kids i still remember that first day i entered into the classroom and uh, it's like i hear some noises distinct uh, words but i just don't seem to relate to that language and that language was english the teacher came in and uh, i still remember the teacher was uh, the one of the uh i i think she was the wife of an ias officer who was posted there and she had studied in uh, st stephen's uh, delhi she used to uh, do the roll calling i couldn't even figure out my roll number because of her pronunciation and uh, this created a huge complex in me it took me 15 days to start talking to the guy that i was sitting in the back bench and i used to talk to this guy finally i one day i figured out and said uh, uh i couldn't speak in english so i spoke in hindi uh with the fear that that person may not know odia little did i know that these are all people who have spent 20 years in uh, 17 years in odisha so i asked him uh, what's your name uh, in hindi and he says uh, oh my name is rakesh my father calls me rack uh, my mother calls me something but this is what my friends call and i was like staring and staring at him i said how can such a simple question have such a uh, huge answer and that got me into a complex and that day i decided that so i i spent next one month struggling to find friends and uh, long story short i got into a complex for most part of that two years of plus two uh, and thankfully i recovered it that's a story for another day uh, how i landed up uh, talking to a great speaker he used to be the uh, uh, founder of iipn uh, i forget his name uh, the guy with the pony so uh, so he gave me some advice how to improve on uh, in, uh, spoken english and uh, probably i did a little bit of justice to that Uh, but the good part was i by the end of two years i could get over that complex uh, the bad part was i lost focus in uh, all those iits and uh, stuff and i messed up a little bit on those engineering tests uh, but soon i forgot about it and then landed up in the engineering college that bakshi also was uh, part of that and that's how we both come to know each other back to you bakshi Wow, wonderful! Yeah, I think you were talking about uh, Arindam. Chaudhary. Yes, yes, yeah. Arindam Chaudhary. Yes, yeah. Okay, that's great. 
Okay, so that's that's the turning point you had mentioned. What about your professional career? Any turning point there uh, when you chose to join others? Or I don't know. I don't want to guess. Let me mm-hmm. listen from you. Yeah, I think uh, joining this current uh, organization that I'm part of uh, is uh, certainly a huge turning point in my life. Like I told you, the last thirteen years I have failed probably two hundred, three hundred times, and. Uh, uh, the, the the examples that i came across were uh, so profound both you know, on technology front as well as business as well as um understanding human dynamics how it works in software companies uh, those examples were so profound that even if i can replicate 5 to 10% of them i think i can build a uh, very successful organization provided the market uh, kind of accepts it so uh, yeah i think that that, that was a great great uh, experience i i think i i don't i uh, completely enjoy those uh, every moment of those 13 years yes i know there were times when uh, uh, things were not good uh, i think this company came close to uh, almost Uh, shutting down at least two or three times, and uh, those were the difficult times. Uh, but I would say the even more difficult times were when the company starts to do well, and uh, but you still do not have a large impact in that company. So that is when the uh, biggest uh, problems happen. So. remember that even if you are a founder of a company there will be a stage when you have to give up you have to pass on the baton to others uh, this i think is the i was not a founder in this company but still passing on stuff that you have passionately built over years can be a huge huge difficult task it, it, it is emotionally draining if you don't get it right this one passing on one thing can actually drain you completely so much so that you will take probably years to bounce back i have seen this uh, in not in founders but in uh, employees early employees these are the foundation team of startups i have seen this in uh, two three other startups where my friends were uh, this can be hugely challenging uh, however in in the crux uh, of the moment you feel that you are losing everything but then when you have a larger perspective about life when you think the meaning of life why we are here and uh, accept the eventual mortality all these things become very easy when you start accepting that the younger generation have more skills than what you had back then at their age and uh, they must get on to do something that you have done in the past or probably do even better than that uh, your attachment to that thing that you have built suddenly goes away and uh, it, it it becomes easier to give up those things and say that uh, i have a better man or a better woman or a better team to deal with this thing so they can they are probably well placed to carry it on while i uh, fade away so uh, fade away is a term that i kind of uh, keep using over last 5 7 years i uh, certainly associate that term to uh, founders or whoever it is whoever has built something and passed it on they kind of fade away Yeah, but if you have Vakti, if you have any specific uh, questions, uh, just feel free to ask. No, I I was uh, I was so in, uh, intrigued by this thought of uh, admitting or accepting that a newer generation is going to take it over from you, and you have to accept it and give it away. And as you said, uh, the term fade away 
how like i know it's it's definitely difficult even by hearing it it is difficult that when you have built something on your own you have struggled so much and then one day you say okay i am not the most capable here to take care of it right now somebody else may be the most capable at this point of time how do you do that like how you get in term uh, get into the terms of this particular uh, feeling it's it's a very painful feeling i understand so how did you do it how have you seen others do it see i think uh, like i said this is this can be a uh, extremely difficult situation for any human being uh, i remember 5 years back uh, when uh, uh, shikha sharma was heading icici for some reason i don't know the context of it but uh, i read her uh, one of her quotes in economic times which said it is absolutely necessary for a top leader to be not in the forefront for some time so i don't know uh, i exactly don't remember the context that uh, she was talking about but what we don't understand is uh, if you want to enjoy the spring that flows from the mountain top to the bottom uh, narrowing across or branching across you cannot swim across the stream while you are swimming you cannot enjoy the stream you have to go rise up and look at it from a distance in an organization if you are actually a capable leader and your seniors come to you and say that hey i think you should take a break or you should uh, stay away from this piece that you have built or uh, you have been running uh, implicitly saying that uh, stop being in the forefront allow somebody else to come in basically they are giving you a chance to introspect and do something much better that is the fundamental thing that you should look at uh, of course it's easier said than done i never understood this i never understood this nor that somebody came to me and said that you pass it on nobody asked me to pass on anything that i had it was always my choice i kind of blame my attention deficit uh, disorder to that i get bored with doing something for a long time uh, especially challenges are diminishing but i think uh, staying out of the forefront allows us to introspect retrospect and uh, collate our thoughts together uh, kind of look at failures as not failures but something to fix on uh, in future and when you have tons of things to fix see if you grew up in a around the uh, households which have work uh, mothers who took care of home homemakers you would find them busy throughout the day and if you don't realize that is that one thing that keeps them happy constant engagement keeps human beings happy a bored human being is very likely a sad human being so what i'm trying to say is in professional life if you have lot of things to work on whether it is your learnings whether fixing failures or uh, doing research around your favorite subject what you don't realize is you are building on your future you are saying that in future if i have time i want to do these things this helps you stay engaged now some people it's perfectly fine some people can say that i have nothing i don't like this profession i want to be a painter i want to do painting sure i mean whatever keeps you engaged so these things help you uh, these things kind of provide you the uh, meat to stay engaged in future and invariably you are building a happy future so take a look at that rather than uh, things that you failed or mistakes these are all things to keep you engaged in the future just that you have to have the right perspective around it you identify them as points to improve upon and these are things that we have heard in many books right right um, uh, focus on um, uh, failures um, um, uh, and fix them rather than looking at it as failures but i think the the reason why i keep harping on this engagement is there are a number of books also about how bored human beings are usually sad human beings so uh, in last 2 3 years i have also gone through the similar experiences multiple times whenever something went wrong i used to brood on it and 
just go back you, your mind plays various games various games if you are stuck with a story your mind can come up with 100 200 different branches of that story what if this happened what if that happened uh, did i do something wrong there and the, these stories can continue and there is no end to it the only way end can be achieved is by saying that that story had this meaning and whether that mean if that meaning is good be happy about it if that meaning was not good just say that okay next time when the story comes around me i'll be in control so i'll change it this way hopefully that will have a better ending uh, than before wow so uh, i hope that i don't know that that's that that's answers. awesome i i will tell you i have read so many different books on the similar things how uh, just to learn from the mistakes and move on and start new things but the way you explained is amazing i really loved i think this explanation is something which is a very practical way of understanding it and taking your life forward uh, i I'm, i'm really so delighted to hear this it's a great learning for me now with this particular situation as you are saying that okay you keep on moving right you don't you don't get stuck to something you keep on moving and like the wonderful example you said that you you see the waterfall you can't swim in the waterfall and enjoy it at the same time you have to go away and to uh, enjoy the waterfall what about the current generation uh, i'm just taking you to the generation here which is very much into experimenting trying out new things and getting bored very quickly also that's my perception might not be true always but what is your thought about it how do you see because you have been mentoring and working with many um, young uh, engineers and graduates now so how do you see them and what is your interpretation well uh, uh, i think uh, brief uh, briefly saying I, i don't think this generation is any different than uh, what we have seen in the past uh despite people saying that uh, this generation lacks focus uh, constantly distracted by uh let's say social media gadgets and so on and so forth i do still find a uh, lot of people who are who have extraordinary focus in fact much more than i have seen um, back in the past um so note that every generation reacts to humans humans react to the environment around them. so uh this is i think this is one of the inherent uh, instincts of humans we there was a time when we used to consider environment as both our friend as well as enemy friend because we gather food from the nature we used to gather food from nature enemy because nature natural disasters can break us so we kind of had a love hate relationship with nature now today in today's world if you look at it humans uh, well in urban society i don't think uh, nature exists anymore uh, except uh, in your balconies right terrace garden so uh, but uh, jokes apart i think we should also uh, consider that the today the environment around us or the young generation is also in terms of these gadgets and uh, connectivity uh, to the entire world right so whatever this young generation is doing is just a reaction to the environment that we have built in last uh, 10 15 years uh, since the birth of internet right maybe a little longer than 20 years uh, so despite those distractions i still find this young generation extremely capable uh one fundamental thing that i have noticed is one thing that has remained constant is back when when somebody mentored us and told us what to do what not to do our reaction to those stimuli that has not changed in the young generation so which means that rather than talking about what we feel about the young generation and start judging them if you have a chance do engage with them 
if you think you are smarter than them then then do provide them what uh, the cues what to do what not to do judge them based on the effort that they put on those thoughts those advices not by how you perceive them from a distance and that way there are two advantages there one if you really provide uh, if you really think that if we our generation thinks that we are actually smarter than them then hopefully they will get a lot of good cues and uh, like i said humans are usually form that reacts to the environment so i'm i'm very hopeful that they will react to those positive cues and the final result will be nice something better if you have provided uh, any cues second advantage is it also gives you uh, the power to be in control you are providing the cues you are seeing the result it, uh, it works you continue doing it it doesn't work you continue improving it there you also got another engagement remember that even if you talk about capitalism so in capitalism also the uh, uh, even though they there is a thought that says that capitalism is not human oriented they look at labor as uh, replaceable and all that uh, crap i don't believe that uh, i certainly don't believe that i think in india if you look at large organizations that have uh, done extremely well they have been extraordinarily people focused in fact there is tata tata group is even today known to be extremely human focused organization and they drive apparently great results out of it i have heard many uh, hr uh, uh, leaders talk uh, uh, volumes about tata's uh, human policies and uh, by the way majority of the hr leaders that i have come across uh, not a, a huge number but still around 10 20 of them some of them have something to do with tata group company uh, well that could be statistics because there was a time when tata group used to pretty much do business uh, in every sector uh, but yeah that that uh, i think capitalism is not about uh, uh, exploiting humans capitalism is also about uh using human resource in the right place to derive the right result and uh, which brings us to the relation with young generation is we know that uh, india is a fairly young country if, remember that if you start judging young generation too early very likely you will not be able to build anything in your life engage with them uh whether you build something nice or not i can assure you that your journey is going to be it's going to be a thrilling experience you will get to have something in control you can try out experiment with uh, 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 the uh, young generation that's that's awesome i think uh, you're right i agree with you um, that's a very good point i i'm really thinking on what you said and that's that's so uh, insightful i, I feel this is something which every leader should do because there are new generations coming in into the industries every year uh, and they can build greater <clears throat> new leaders so um, if you have to give an advice to the current graduates who are coming from college coming out of college uh, what would be your advice uh, maybe a couple of key advices which you want to give and if they are coming to whichever industry but i'm i'm seeing you as a uh, person in the associated with technology industry but in general as well uh, it, it's actually a very difficult uh, question uh, uh uh difficult in the sense that um i think there is nothing new in here whatever we have uh, seen in the past learned in the past it still applies uh, 100% is that uh, give your undivided attention to whatever you love so and do not get swayed away by uh, uh, 
short gratification mechanism whether it is money the latest gadget or uh, a fancy car or a bike uh, i have seen uh, enough examples around me where uh, these approaches do pay off they pay off huge huge they have profound effect on your life especially after 30 and 40 Uh, so don't give in to this early temptation that reminds me a uh, little backtracking here a little bit so when i completed my 10th standard and uh, decided to go to bhubneswar for college <coughs> uh, my parents still used to work in those uh, small cities towns so i had to live in hostel so i landed up in hostel and uh, then i got a first postcard from my father and the postcard had just uh, a single line it just said temptations are many stay at a safe distance from them uh, it took me 3 4 years to understand what that, that means i i never used to have that kind of relationship with my father that i could just ask him hey can you elaborate on that and even he would, probably he was not in a situation where he was comfortable explaining in detail about what temptation is meant so it i uh, to be uh, honest i actually gave in to those temptations uh, but uh, kind of realized pretty early on uh, and so I, i think the advice is still the same uh, don't give in for this uh, short uh, early gratification mechanisms and give it your best i think uh not only for uh, people who are passing out for everyone i keep saying that i i practice myself i don't know if it is uh, relevant to everyone or not but i do practice something myself is uh by the way this is also can be an extension of the uh, the meditation yoga technique is uh being in the present right so you have to be in control of uh your mind whether whatever thoughts are going on in your mind or the actions that you are performing if you are present very likely you can correct it in case your mind is steering towards negativity or your body is steering towards negative action if you are in present it's very likely that you can detect those negativities both in terms of uh, thoughts and actions early on and fix them if you do not fix them obviously you have to suffer the consequence and uh, this is where also people get into uh, substances abuse and stuff uh, addiction so all these things are interrelated i think there are many many books about uh, mind uh, theories how human mind work uh, i can particularly uh, point you to a netflix series called uh, mind this demystified do spend it, it's about a 3 4 hour long uh, series okay uh, divided across 4 5 episodes it, 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 it gives you a very nice uh, primer towards how human mind works and it certainly can help you being in the present uh, apart from eastern practices like uh, yoga and meditation sure that's that's awesome so uh like when we are talking about um, young generation we were young at one point of time when we call young I, i'm sure you consider yourself young today as well there is no uh, contradiction to that your spirit but let's let's consider when you were starting our career uh, as software engineers uh, or as into the software industry uh i think we had different kind of thoughts about it and uh, things have changed over a period of time maybe in two decades a lot of things have changed uh so either way either you go back 20 years and you start your career all over again what would you do differently or i ask as a again a person who is advising a person who is starting today as a software engineer what would be your advice so either way you can take it but what would be that early engineering uh, uh, like thought process where uh, you you usually 
get misguided sometimes or you have a different kind of perception and you realize very late in your life and then you know that okay i don't have if i wish i could have gone back and corrected something so i thought if you can share some light on those aspects fundamental problem that i see even uh, uh, i used to have uh, back in those days this is basically this let's go back to a time when we were in uh, the final year of engineering uh, i think uh, majority of your life uh, career decisions happen around this time well i wouldn't say life decision uh, career decisions but uh, this is where it all starts from around final year engineering if you do not have something that you like then probably your journey is going to be slightly difficult than others i'm not i, I don't mean to say that you will not be as successful as others i'm just saying that it will be a little difficult than others so figuring out something that you like to do at the final year of your engineering is uh, that kind of bears a telltale sign uh, of how your next 10 years is going to be so if you like your branch of engineering then i think uh, there is enough uh, statistics which says that people who do masters uh, in general are better placed and they tend to do better uh now note that there is uh, there are always out uh, outliers right so somebody who takes on an entrepreneurial journey right after engineering might have a completely different outcome so those according to me are outliers but statistics says that people who do masters are better placed so certainly consider doing a masters it does not matter whether you do it from a reputed uh, uh, famous uh, college in uh, us even some of the local colleges are uh, known to have fantastic masters program yes they may not place you in google and facebook to begin with but nevertheless uh, you can start today i think college uh, be- uh, has become a sort of a brand name to place you in certain companies right after uh, your degree right if you are really interested to learn i don't think there is any difference in uh, doing it in a iit or doing it in an nit versus doing it in any us colleges yes the peer circle has certain effect that you might not get uh, in smaller colleges than the bigger ones but uh, nevertheless i think if you want to learn uh, they are all same if you are not keen on uh, doing masters then pick up a job that probably you will like uh, doing for 2 to 3 years don't have uh, too much hope that you must find a job that can keep you satisfied for life i don't think that exists today those gone at those days even in government uh, jobs people remember people change departments so even though they continue uh doing the same job for 30 years they continue changing the departments uh of course there are some people who stick to that one job and somehow find happiness uh, in that uh probably we have to come across some of those people and check with them what is the secret to their life i certainly cannot relate to that so yeah i think that's it to summarize uh, pick up something that pay your undivided attention to something that you like and uh, not just now continue doing it forever in life you will stay engaged you will stay happy you will have that constant fulfillment which will probably help your brain to release uh, dopamine or whatever that hormone is and uh, potentially can keep you away from substance abuse or seeking those uh, same hormone that uh, you know you get out of nicotine or alcohol yeah absolutely so stay that's one thing um, no i i i find it uh, really very fresh thought here um, I, 
this masters thing is really interesting because i've never thought that uh, being significant but you brought up a very good point and right point i think uh, that's your time uh, when you can learn more see the, the advantage of masters is uh, towards the uh, middle of your career if you have a masters degree very likely you will come up with uh, better ways to engage yourself that is the only way i look at it you know you know deeper areas of your subject earlier than others that's about it so the i have seen people who have worked in an industry for 10 15 years they have more knowledge than masters or as good as uh, the candidates who have done masters but remember you have spent 10 15 years to get to that level here in a masters program you can get to that in 2 years note that some people also have told me that there are concepts that you especially relating to masters in computer science there are, i still come across people who say that i have studied this in master and i only realized it now the significance of that so those things can happen right uh, nevertheless masters kind of uh, opens up a whole new world to you and then you can probably pick up uh, things that you like to go deep into so depth is missing uh, in majority of the graduate programs so so that's awesome so now let me again coming back to your own career uh, i know you were one among those uh, brave ones who took the step of going away from you as you mentioned about not in the mincy culture and building for india uh, and going into the startup associating with the startup very early in your career and it had also gave you ups and downs uh, so there are many who are uh, now going towards startups uh, for the sake of money and some are going for the sake of freedom i think some feel that startup gives them the freedom to choose whatever they want to do because there is no such departmentalization of the things some go because it gives you a lot of money because initial career and let me make money for a couple of months or maybe a couple of years then go to the next one so what would you say on this choice of choosing a startup what was your choice you mentioned you mentioned but if you want to elaborate that that is that's also great but what what would be the uh, thought process and why should i choose a startup compared to mnc and all in in those areas if you can share your thoughts Well, again, uh, going back to what we talked earlier, is uh, do not choose a technique that gives you easy gratification. Don't just jump into startup because it can, it has higher potential of making you rich. Uh, we have all there are many, many books, blogs that talk about uh, founders who created great companies. They were not creating it for money; they were creating it for themselves. So they had a problem that they saw that. the world is not interested to fix so they decided to fix it for themselves uh now note that uh, money is important there is absolutely no uh, denying around that but i think uh if you are only focused on money my gut feel is uh you cannot sustain the journey of a startup with just money as goal you cannot sustain the journey of a startup very likely you will give up so in fact my first advice would be to uh, that i say to everyone who ask me whether to join a startup or not is that first talk to the founders and figure out why they are doing it now note that majority of the founders of the startup are extremely successful people and a large percentage of them have use access to money whether from their own pocket or through their networks or uh, you know their reputation uh, in the industry uh, so on and so forth so and to make uh, to to uh, make it worse majority of them have more experience than you now remember there is a saying uh, in one of the uh, amazon series that the uh, the main protagonist uses is that humans lie all humans lie right as we get more and more experienced we actually get better at it we all lie right 
right so remember that those founders can also i'm not saying don't take lie as the, 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 it's not negative by the way there are, i'm sure all of you have heard that a mother telling a lie to the kid is uh, uh, supposedly good because it is for his own benefit the kid's benefit right so lie is not negative there are certain times when you tell a lie to a human to make them do something which eventually is good for them right so uh, so these founders have uh, can have potentially i'm not just saying that startup founders are uh, bigger liars than anyone else all i'm saying is because they are more successful because they have seen more life than you they can fake it better than others mm-hmm. right better than you so somehow try to find out why they are doing it if they are doing it for money i would strongly say stay away from them because they themselves cannot sustain it they themselves cannot sustain the uh, challenges of a startup forget about you and uh, go by probably uh, 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 if you can choose founders who are uh, simple remember in even today despite the billion dollars that we invest there is one art of uh, building startup everything is centered around one or two fundamental principles one is simplicity and second is uh, fiscal prudence if you look at your founder or uh, your uh, leader who is uh, wasting money on a rolex watch or the latest iphone or uh, fancy car note that that same approach he, he or she will apply to running that company as well they will very likely make wrong decisions i wouldn't say wrong decisions expensive decisions uh, that is according to me is not very well appreciated in startup world uh, there are numerous examples of startups uh, that have done extremely well by being fiscally prudent and uh, i still there i go back to uh, i look up to those people who have uh, a simplistic life uh, there are a lot of people that i know uh, who do not even have a smartphone uh, for a long long time they never had a smartphone even when whatsapp was extremely popular and uh, note that these are all ceo cto ceos of a company and uh, they used to tell people that if you want to talk to me just pick up the phone and call me up if i don't answer back i'll call you back that's the simplest uh mechanism so i i think people who are simpler approach in life will also have simpler approach in uh running a company will also have simpler approach in designing a product will have simpler ways to solve a logical problem when it comes to programming uh and uh i think look for those patterns hopefully you will th- th- that is gold according to me there might be there might be many other things but this is one thing that i uh i find extra, i'm 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 very particular about is that solution to a problem has to be simple uh, can be explained in very few words whether it is life whether it is uh, running a company coming up with a product uh, or uh, building a team wow that's that's very nice i think those two points simplicity and fiscal prudence i think that's a that's that's going to be a good guiding force for people who are going in that direction uh, i'm so glad the way you explained it again as in earlier things were so nice so uh, so you have a couple of times you have mentioned about the mistakes uh, many mistakes and kind of uh, you elaborated on it but if you had to change one thing in your own life what would be that one mistake which you would like to fix it or you wish you can go and fix it what would be that
very hard when you have let's say 500 600 mistakes it's very hard to choose one uh, i don't think i would fix any of them uh, because i don't think uh, it is possible to fix them it is not possible to fix them uh, it's a chicken and egg problem you react to a problem because of the limited information that you had so the only thing actually you should aspire for is not to fix a mistake the only thing you should aspire for is gosh i should have had that information that's it and automatically you would have reacted in a very different way so if uh, if i can if i may change that question to if i had one such information that i had uh, I hope I had that information back then. I think I would say I wish I would have uh, uh, spent some time uh, reading uh, Gita, Bhagavad Gita. Uh, at some point, I don't know when it is right to read that, uh, but certainly around that eighth, ninth standard, I should have probably had some uh, insights into. because uh, uh based on my uh, gut feel i think 60 70% of my problems my problems that my mistakes the uh, failures that i have gone through are because i couldn't understand that one uh, uh a days that comes out of gita is uh, you know don't focus on the end goal enjoy the journey so i wish i knew that lot of things uh, my reaction to lot of things would have been extremely different wow. that's awesome and not sure if you have noticed we have gone beyond one hour yeah. here there but i know yes. this has been such a wonderful conversation i wanted to talk to you for the entire day uh, but for the spirit of keeping it in a time bound manner I have a few more couple more questions which I'll just ask you those I call it as backup section of the podcast mm-hmm. uh that is when you are gone how do you want the world to remember you Oh well I don't think uh, the world should waste time remembering somebody who uh is gone uh, I think uh, it's enough that people who know me my family friends uh, people who have worked with me for uh, some amount of time it's enough if they remember me uh, and uh, it's enough if they remember me as just a honest human being uh, honest and simple human being and i certainly don't think the world should remember anyone who is gone you just remember their uh, actions if you can because if you remember uh, a human being a lot of uh, bigger problems also come in you certain that that's fundamentally brings us to building statues and temples and stuff you know and uh, in general i don't know uh, at least uh, we have seen in india we have a obsession towards all these things uh, remembering people i think uh, it, it's just pointless that's like uh, living in the past okay and what keeps you gives you the most energy out of all the activities you do in your entire day uh, so what is that activity which gives you the most energy <laughs> uh the lighter side i think when uh, the i have a 9 year old kid and a 4 year old uh, daughter <clears throat> when they are fight, fighting it whether i like it or not it drains out my energy so that's probably the maximum uh, but uh, i think uh, on a serious note i think uh, at one point i think uh, everyone will realize that uh, you 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 are happy because you have created something right uh, when you do not create something or 
you do not perfect something that you have created in the past uh, slowly you will lose interest in everything uh, there is actually a connection a scientific explanation uh, to this theory is that people who uh, create stuff i think everyone every human being when they create something unique that spark that comes to their face is because of a hormone i don't really uh, remember whether it is uh, uh, the name of the hormone but it is a hormone and when you do not get enough of it lot of bad things will happen to your life so uh, uh, i am constantly uh, that that's my constant fear is that if i cannot uh, continue creating something or perfecting something that i have created i'll very soon uh, uh, lose interest in everything so and uh, at the same time i i sense that i get the maximum energy when i talk about things uh, that i want to create or i have created and uh, uh, it is not just uh, software uh, it can be as simple as uh, a pathetic drawing in the canvas by an amateur uh, or uh, even today i put covers in my kids uh, textbook uh, even those things can give you that hormone so don't don't uh, trivialize those tiny tiny things Uh, keep doing those things uh, you will uh, see remember that another thing that a lot of people talk about is uh, the the uh, the sum of energy that you have at any point in time is constant right uh, if you start spending that energy or part of that energy in uh, doing nothing slowly that depletes uh, whereas you keep Uh, dividing that energy among lot of things whether they are meaningful or not they are important or not without thinking how important they are in fact the total amount of energy increases so all these things are part and parcel of everyone's life i think this is where uh, being in present also helps is that you will be able to notice what uh, gives you happiness what gives you lot of energy and then you will automatically as a human you will seek to do more of that and uh, then you will realize that eventually there are hundred different things some of them are very tiny some of them are slightly bit bigger and uh, you are engaged in uh, uh, either creating those tiny tiny things or perfecting them doing it better than yesterday and uh, you are fully engaged in just doing that and all your energy will be focused around uh, those things i don't know if that answers the question no so i think that does answer the question i think i understand that it is not one thing but there are many tiny things as you mentioned yeah. putting cover on your kids textbooks is yeah. like as 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 um, small as that can give you energy and that's i think that's a way of living which i think our audience can uh, learn from it Uh, from this uh, explanation of yours that it's not like it has to be a significant work which every world remembers that okay this is a great work when you do it you will get the most energy with the small things that can really make uh, a great difference in your life so what message you would like to give it to the audience i know we discussed about a lot of things there are a lot of great learnings but as i conclude this podcast so what message would you like to give to the listeners or one thing what you want to share with the listeners of this podcast oh i think we talked for more than an hour so the, it is just uh, natural for me to say that uh, i hope uh, you started listening to this with a cup of tea or coffee it's going to be long so <laughs> and uh, uh yeah i think uh i hope it is meaningful i hope you can relate to some of these things um if not uh i can assure you if you stay present uh, some of these things will come back to you uh 
when this uh, podcast is hosted uh, see if you can comment back and tell us uh, whether you could connect to some of these stories or not uh, or in general your feedback maybe uh, things that uh, batsy can improve on uh, in terms of getting a better speaker <laughs> so uh, yeah that that's that's about it oh that's i i must tell you that i'm so delighted you must have seen uh, if the video anybody watches the video they will see that i was constantly smiling out of enlightenment i think i was learning so many new things knowing you for more than two and a half decades now still i can't stop learning from you because everything that you say has a very unique uh, way of explaining and making people understand uh i think i can speak with you for the entire day so i would love to come back to you again once again maybe after a couple of episodes to learn and discuss about different topics but sorob this has been a absolute pleasure for me to have you on this podcast you honored the podcast by being here and giving your valuable thoughts i have always my my life whatever it is whatever i have achieved i credit a lot to the learning that i have got from you Uh, in variety of different situations so i'm sure many in this world will benefit from it i have no doubt about it so it's an absolute pleasure thank you so much thank you thank you batsy and um, it's uh, i'm glad uh, i i spoke to you today money uh, it's absolutely an honor to be part of this uh, series and in case you hear any comments from audience do pass it back on to me sure uh, and with that uh, i think thank you thank you thanks a lot okay so listeners this is our episode are you getting my point with my dear friend sorup mishra if you want to listen to any individual if you are interested please comment back and as sorup mentioned If you have any feedback about it or any thoughts you have on this please feel free to comment on it which we'd like to respond back and I'll pass on to Swarup thank you so much Swarup have a wonderful day everybody